Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. I am Rabbi Ashura Konigsberg, and today we're beginning Masechet Psachim with Daf Bet, page 2. Psachim opens with a Mishnah about searching for chametz. Since chametz, leavened items, are prohibited on Pesach, the Mishnah states, In fact, it is the translation of the first word of this phrase, or, that the Gemara will concern itself with over the rest of the Daf. The translation is something like, On or of the 14th, we search for chametz by the light of a candle. If you are familiar with this practice, you would know that searching for chametz, bidikat chametz, is traditionally done in the evening, and that is exactly how the Mishnah is commonly understood. On the evening of the 14th, we search for chametz by the light of a candle. The confusion in translation is in part due to the fact that the word or in modern Hebrew, and also in usual usage in rabbinic texts, means light. So why would the Mishnah use the phrase or le arba'asar if it was intended to mean evening? That is exactly the source of contention. The Gemara kicks in immediately and asks, my or? What's the meaning of or? And we are presented with two answers. Rav Huna says it means light, and Rav Yehuda says it means night. Ardaf then proceeds with a number of proof texts based on the biblical verses which back up both positions. For example, we read, Bechor Boker Yizrach Shemesh. And like or, morning, the sun will shine, which the Gemara takes as a demonstration that or means morning. But in retort, we find this argument. The verse doesn't say or boker, it says ke or boker. The extra letter ke can be taken as an indication that the verse shouldn't be understood as talking about morning literally, but rather it means that just as morning has, has light in this world, so too the righteous will have light in the world to come. Thus, the proof is discounted. Similar argumentation is found to challenge the opinion of Rav Huna. The verse Haluhu Kol Kochve Or, and all the stars of Or praise God, could be taken to mean that Or means night. After all, stars appear in the nighttime. To discount this proof, the Gemara argues that the verse means Haluhu Kol Kochavim Hameirim, all the stars that give light praise God, and therefore you can't take Or to mean night. After some continuing argumentation, the verse is understood as follows. This is how it should be understood. That the light of the stars is also considered light. What is the practical implication of that ruling? For someone who takes a vow to abstain to benefit from light. And this is supported by a brita which states that literally. One who vows to abstain from light is forbidden from the light of stars. Eventually, the Gemara arrives at a proof which it accepts, and, spoiler alert, the resolution is that or means night. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Bodkin or la'abasar, uv'abasar shacharit, uvish'at habi'or. 
Rabbi Yehuda says, one should search on the or of the 14th and on the 14th in the morning and at the time of the or burning. Clearly from this text, or is used to mean evening, and this proof is accepted. However, that does not end the argument. The Gemara continues to go back and forth with a discussion of whether and how or can be interpreted to mean light or night and challenging the proofs. All this back and forth raises the question of why does a Talmud go to such great lengths to argue both sides of the issue? And, once the matter is decided, why is the conversation continued for so many pages? Once the matter is decided, why press the point? If the Gemara would be more straightforward, for one thing, it would be a shorter work, and a Dafyomi cycle would be shorter. But the goal of the Talmud is not to arrive at a conclusion by the most efficient means possible. In Mishnah Ejuyot, this question is addressed. Why is it that the opinion of the minority is mentioned among that of the majority? As we know, the halakha is decided by a majority opinion. So that a later Beit can see the point of the individual and later decide accordingly. Although the Mishnah is careful to continue to explain that the later Beit has to have more authority than the prior one. Whenever I come across these incessant arguments that seem obvious, I take them as a reminder of the importance of pluralism. The discourse should be conducted with respect for both sides, as even if the majority is in agreement, there may come a later time when others see things differently. The focus on process reminds us that learning is not all about the final destination, but how we get there is important. Ideally with respect and patience for everyone, even for opinions that we do not share. Thanks for listening, and tune in tomorrow for Psachim Gimel, page 3. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.